Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and we are live here today on YouTube as well as Twitter uh, for a live Stardom Dream Queendom review, of course, as you see here. Very exciting. Um, I'm happy to <clears throat> be live here today. I'm just getting over a cold, so I apologize. But very excited for this review. Uh, this was a show that I think over-delivered for many. Um, it featured a main event that people will be talking about for years, a staple for stardom moving forward. And I'm happy to have all of you join me for this live review. So when it comes to stardom dream queen, and really this year for stardom, you know, it's been filled with the outsiders and the continued push to include a little bit of everything. Right. And I think that's what has made stardom so different, so special this year as compared to, I don't know, last year even. Last year was a special year, but this year they put a little extra together to make this a very, very special show. And I'll be having guests on later on in the show. I'll have people call in to uh, share their thoughts on the show and really stardom's overall year. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to talk about that main event, so don't you worry. We will be getting to that. But this was a gigantic show. And we got some people in the chat. Six Star, yes, shout out. And uh, Kevin. What a great show last night. Couldn't agree more. It was a very, very special show that we got to witness. Um, you know, Stardom, they they don't miss, right? They don't miss on these big shows. And I know there was some fear heading into this show a little bit from some because maybe some of the matches weren't as red hot as you'd hope. And some of it wasn't as, I don't know, some of it wasn't as over-the-top, year-ending feeling, much like last year's Stardom Dream Queendom Res, right? When Saya Kamatani won the Wonder of Stardom title from Tam Nakano and Shuri beat Utami. We had that one main event match that felt like that, but everything else was really about the Stardom year as a whole. Stardom versus the world. Stardom versus everyone else. And we got some big title changes on this show. We got some phenomenal, phenomenal matches on this show. Uh, so, you know, let's let's get into it, right? Let's. I'm going to stop uh, yammering on, and we're going to get into it right here at the top of the show. So the Stardom Rumble, of course, kicked us off. Uh, I don't – when it comes to the Stardom Rumble, you know, I, I've started to realize there is a very different – or a big difference, I should say, between the stardom rumbles that we are witnessing. And that is that some of them are made to be big and important, much like the one that Nagi Sayaka won at All-Star Dream Cinderella, you know, had the legends of Kikawa, Chigusa Nagayo, Yoko Bido, and so on and so forth. And then... There's ones like this where it's more to just get people on the card. Uh, but, of course, Mace Ruga won one earlier this year that did ultimately matter. So when it comes to the Battle Royals, we kind of wait and see on what they're going to be bringing us. And this one wasn't their strongest by any means. It was, uh, I believe, this didn't even air as the free match on the YouTube page. That was actually the high-speed match, which, mind you, I think was a great choice. But when talking about this match, it, it's very simple that it was pretty much in and out. There wasn't much story to it. I mean, Tomoka Inaba, the person who I thought would be winning, was gone, was out. Uh, so Inaba was out within maybe two minutes. She got eliminated by Rina. Um, Kikataro, who I you know, can't stand personally within this. Um, but ultimately it all came down to super strong stardom machine, super strong stardom giant machine, 
and Miyu Amasaki. And the super strong machines one, which did give me a laugh. I guess that is ultimately what I will take from that. I think for me that when when watching this, it doesn't really, it doesn't matter. You know, you're going to either go the more comedic way or you're going to go the serious way to set up a challenger of some sort that went the comedic way. Um, I do, I do kind of feel intrigued by the super strong stardom duo here. I kind of wouldn't mind if they ended up or having tag team matches down the line, but it's okay. It's not a big deal to me either way. Um, Six star, making of course. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the five star Joshua here on the Fight Game Media Network. That is my one line that I never f- fail to say. Uh, but let's move on now to the kickoff to the show here, right? Because this is where we got into action. This is the this was the real show, and I think starting with high speed title matches, that's really how you kick off a match perfectly if that makes sense because it gets you into the show immediately right because putting a high speed title match in the middle of the show while good i don't think you could feel at i, I don't think you could appreciate it as much especially with the way Azumi and Hikaru Shimizu did it. Now, if you're doing a high-speed title match like the one of Starlight Kid and Azumi, where that was the semi-main event, that's different. This wasn't that. This was high-speed at its finest. Shimizu going in there and trying herself with something new, right? Because she's not a high-speed wrestler. I've never seen her do high-speed. I've seen her move fast in her matches. I've seen her kick fast in her matches, but she's not a high-speed wrestler. So I was instantly intrigued by how they were going to do this, right? And I think that's really what we want to do with these matches. And Azumi has been nothing but excellent as the high-speed champion. She's been nothing but excellent. And... You know, I think it's fair to give her credit. She's taken on new challengers. She has welcomed the challenges with the likes of Arena and Momo Kogo. And now she's getting her insiders, right? With or outsiders with Hikaru Shimizu, Momoka Hanazono, and of course May Saruga. So it's been an interesting run, but one that I think we can really appreciate. And if anyone has some thoughts on this match, please feel free to share. Um, I'm happy to, you know, pop up comments all the time. Uh, Kevin, high speed title match is one of my favorite things about Stardom. I think Asami has a very bright future at Stardom. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I think with this title, we're starting to see not her outgrow it, but she's making it feel more important while growing in her herself as a, a as a competitor. And I think that's ultimately leading us to what should be a very exciting 2023 for her because I said I said heading into 2022, she's ready for a Wonder of Stardom title match or something of the sort. And while she didn't get that, I think we are well on our way to doing so there. Uh, so a great high-speed title match to me, I think her second best in the rain, not counting the Azami kid match because that wasn't a defense, I should say. Her second best defense uh, behind the May Saruga match. But again, high-speed title match. Go out of your way to check that one out if you haven't seen the show already. But here we go. Let's move on. We had the Stars Trios match, a not a teaser, but a preview for the Triangle Derby. And I think... This match kind of highlighted some of fans' problems heading into the show, right? Because you have Mayu Yutani, you have Hazuki, you have Koguma. They've all been major, major parts of Stardom this year. Hanan, too, as the future Stardom champion. And they're kind of all lumped into this trios match. And while I agree, they took advantage, right? They took advantage of the situation, and they made it a really, really solid match. You had the story, right, of Momo Kogo and how Mayu Yutani starting to doubt her. Hazuki gave up on her. And with the Hazuki aspect of the match, you had just 
some violence I don't think anyone was expecting, right? She went right at Kogo as Kogo was doing the Koguma bear thing, and she slapped her face. And that's really where this match, again, kicked into gear. I think with when when we're talking about stars, they're so good at bringing out the best in each other each and every single match, right? And to me... I think that helped elevate this match. And, you know, Matt, with a great point, Moa Koga and Suzuki went in there with something to prove. I couldn't agree more, right? Because I think with these two, they won, won. Hazuki's had a great year, right? Hazuki has had a great year. And and Dylan talking about Azumi with a top-tier defense, you know, that's that's Azumi's, Azumi's thing. But for sure with that title match and with Shimizu, who I think was also out there to prove something. She doesn't do high speed. And what I thought would work is her using her kicks and using her, her, her quality, her top qualities to combat Azumi, who, you know, is running around the ring at incredible speeds and just, you want to try to keep up. And I thought uh, Shimizu did a great job of doing that. But back to the Stars match, uh, Matt, I couldn't agree more that Momo and Hazuki went in there, something to prove. And I think it's a great story, right? It's a miniature story on the side that, you know, it's not going to take up major, major time. But what it's going to do is it's going to be something to follow. And we're seeing that with Waka Tsukiyama too, right? Within these next three months with Tam Nakano putting on, or not putting on, but th- somewhat threatening uh, Waka to get a win or you're out of Cosmic Angels. And, and that's not necessarily what we have in Momokogo here, but it's much of the same in that we need to see her have a great triangle derby while teaming with Mayu Yutani and Hana. And they got the win here, which I thought was an interesting twist because, you know, you saw them win, but at the same time, it didn't necessarily feel like she was as happy as she wanted to be. You know, she had a look on her face that was almost concerned in a lot of ways. And I think for that aspect, um, it's really exciting to see where we go next with the story and how they, the both of these teams do in the triangle derby, but we move on here. Uh, six star cheering section. Of course, that is, that is what the five star Joe show is. After all, that is, it is the six star ch- cheering section. We all love six star here. Uh, thank you for that comment. Uh, but we move forward here and now the next match, and this is a big one for many reasons, the return of pink Kabuki and more importantly, the return of Mina Shirakawa, which ended up being just as big, if not bigger than I think we expected, right? So we knew there was a Team X here in Triangle Derby, and many of us started to figure out, you know what, it's probably going to have to do with Mina Shirakawa. Now, they kicked it into the new gear because this does feel like we are making her not only a center point of this but we're also making Mina Shirakawa matter yes my phone is ringing I do apologize and with Mina she walks out she she has a mask on her face and she reels that she has two women with her one the former NXT UK star Zaya Brookside and the other Mariah May of Europe and this is now known as Club Venus of course and with Club Venus comes some interesting questions on is this the start of international talent being in, injected into the stardom landscape? Of course, all we've really had up until this point was alpha female. Um, and alpha female seemingly is gone. Uh, just kind of guessing. Or is this just going to be these two to give Mina something to do? Because Club Venus now instantly feels like something different something new a potential new faction to go you know to that level and that sort of thing because of what mina said after the show it's very reminiscent of when tam brought in the cosmic angels unagi and mina and she stayed in stars and said you know they're not part of stars 
or no, not they're not part of the stars, but we're part of stars, and then they broke off, of course, to be the cosmic angels. And I think that was big there. Um so we kick it over to Colin, who said, I saw a lot of negativity over me in this new group. And I think that is definitely for, definitely true in that I think there's uncertainty that people fear when it comes to not Mina, because I think a lot of people are behind Mina. They're behind Mina winning the Wonder of Stardom Championship. I don't know if I'm there as much because I do think that we have the options. We have a long list of options, right? And to me, she's not number one. And she has the story that if she is the one that get gets it, I get it. I get it. But we have Starlight Kid ready to go. We have Mirai ready to go. We have Natsupoi ready to go. We'll talk about her later on. And to me, it, it's becoming difficult to book around this, right? It's becoming difficult to fully know what the right choice is and what the wrong choice is. And we have some comments here. So let's go through Matt with the house phone 2022. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I did. I, you know, I, I tried, I really did. I tried to bring out the, all the, all the uh, little sounds. Um, Kevin with good to see Zaya Brookside back in Japan. Um, Dylan with mid-white women return. James Carlin. Zaya Brookside about to realize none of the roster is the same from her last visit besides, like, three people. That did make me laugh. And then Six Star doing Six Star things, you know, shouting out Natsupoy, as we always should. Now, with this match, the match itself was fine. It wasn't anything great. It wasn't anything bad. It was a match. It was a match, right? It, it established, it got us from point A to point B. I did find it interesting that Mina was kind of getting her absolutely rocked uh, early in the early going, but she did, you know, put it together as the match went on. Um, and she had a good closing sequence, um, which I thought was interesting, pinning Tekla rather than my Sakurai again, which I found interesting before getting on the mic at the end and, Asking Nagi Sayaka where she was when Mina needed her. Of course, Mina got injured. Mina got hurt. So that alone, you know, kind of started that story up. We continue on. And now we're sitting here. And Pink Kabuki's over. Mina Shirakawa will no longer be teaming with Nagi Sayaka. So automatically heartbreak. Um, and we now, of course, have Club Venus here with Zaya Brookside and Mariah May. Uh, they'll be in Triangle Derby. We'll see how they all work together as a trio because there is an emphasis now to be pushing Mina into a different stratosphere, really, as a potential uh, faction leader down the line. So we'll wait and see how far this goes, but uh, I can't say I'm totally sold on it. Um, I can't say I'm jumping for joy at it, but it'll be interesting to see. You know, me, them getting behind Mina isn't shocking. It's them giving her her own faction. I, I didn't see it. I thought she would have maybe left the faction, but again, we'll uh, we'll see that here. Um, Matt, I love that I couldn't contain her excitement. Who should he didn't grant? She came out. I know she. So it was funny. I noticed that on the. Uh, video that stardom posted and i laugh because you know she's walking out there they're all serious they're all serious and then she saw the camera and instantly smiled and i was like yeah they were both very happy to be here i saw mariah may uh tweet out how this was kind of a dream for her um and i think that's cool i think that's cool uh james it was a group that was formed in world wondering Stardom, and i think with mina is that she is such an interesting case at this point because heading into the five-star, I openly admit that I was very down on her. She had a good five-star. She had that match with Saya that got her the title match, and then she had the title match, right? She gets injured. She has the promo of the year in Joshi, let alone, let, let alone Joshi, maybe of all of wrestling. And now she's coming back more determined than ever, 
kind of with an attitude, a whole new look. And it's very, it's very interesting to me uh, to see where that goes. But uh, let's continue through this undercard here because, you know, I want to get to you guys. Um, the number one contenders match. I forget what I tweeted out, what I called this exactly. It was like the mega Haas triple threat tag team no uh, contendership match or something because these three teams, these are your three powerhouse teams in stardom. And for me, for me, you know, I wasn't as jazz necessarily with the club Venus stuff. I wasn't. Um, So I need, I needed a little pick me up and this was the pick me up. I hoped for, Um, you know, we're looking at six women here who have, done nothing but impress right over this past year, whether it's Tora and, and Ruaka who, you know, have come on late. I think a lot of people had some doubts with Ruaka uh, throughout this year, but her teaming with Natsuko has really helped her pick up her game. Uh, Natsuko herself has been so good, right? We've gone away from the constant DQs and constant cheating, and it's really allowed Natsuko to, show what she has as a wrestler. I think, you know, if you know who Natsuko is, you know who she was as a wrestler, but this run has been a joy to watch. I think her, her and Rock are working great. I, what else, What can I say about Mahime that hasn't been said? You know, Micah and Himeka, they are, they are phenomenal, right? They are a phenomenal team. Uh, they are great as singles, but I think they're even better together. And we are all hoping and waiting for that eventual title run for them. That's what we're hoping and waiting for. Now, I'm not sure if we'll be getting it as I thought we were uh, after the Goddess of Stardom title match results. But nonetheless, I'm happy that they are working together as a team again. You know, they took a lot of time off there and, and they had a great, uh, they had a great tag league. And of course the new era is Ami Saray and Mirai, you know, I'm up and down with Ami Saray, admittedly so. Uh, but I think in this match, you kind of just felt how special of a talent Mariah has become, right? And it's that she is so good at the little things. And yes, her push was strong. She went to the top very fast. But now I'm sitting here. All I want to see is more big Mirai matches. Um, I think she's really put it all together. And uh, I'm excited to see what she does in 2023. But let's get to this match, right? The Haas fight. Uh, just a lot of a lot of Haas. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm almost speechless because they did so much in so little time, right? They absolutely s- destroyed each other at times. Ami and Hameka, you know, they've been working on their moments when they tag into matches, and I thought they did have a really good one at the past Corican. They had a good one here. Uh, Natsuko and Ruaka, I thought they were closing on the win. You know, Natsuko hit that second rope, uh, Senton Bomb, Swanton Bomb, whatever the hell you want to call it. And it terrified me, but it was impressive. And then Rock hit the uh, refrigerator bomb that did not get the job done. Um, ultimately, it all led to Micah hitting the Michinoku driver and getting the win. Um, Mahime felt like the obvious winners when I thought they would be facing Meltier. Now that that is not the case, I I don't know how to feel, but I do know that that match will kick but uh, let's get back to the comments here. Uh, Dylan talking about Mina. Uh, Mina always has a good five star, though. That's kind of my fear at this rate. That's so true. That's so true. I think it's all about the follow up. It's all about the follow up for her. Um, and personally, I think with Mina, and, and she had the great title match, right? She had the great title match. So that was good to see. But now I need to see what's next, right? And <laughs> James was all right. That's that's good. You know, they I know they wrestled on the DDT show. And, and it's funny because 
I one I would have loved to watch that match, and it's funny that they both happen at the same time because this was definitely one you could have switched over on, for sure. Um, and I don't know how that match did uh, or how it was. So if anyone wants to tell me, that'd be great. Um, as we move forward here, uh, having the multitask, watching both is fun. I I can't do the multitasking. I'm so bad at it when it comes to watching wrestling. So I I applaud anyone that does. Um, Dylan asking a good question. Will Mahime ever win the tag titles? I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. Uh, I really thought they were going to beat Meltier. And now that we're where we are, no, I'm not complaining about uh, where we are now. It's just I don't see them winning the titles this time around. And it starts to definitely ask yourself, ask yourself the question, will it ever happen? They... They're so good, and they deserve a healthy run with those titles. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, they did win the Goss titles, and nothing else happened after that. That's true. Um, you know, Dylan responds. Oh, trust me, ALK destroyed my host. ALK was great, though. It's not like ALK had a bad reign, but I, I get it. Um, James, I really hope my Hime are the ones that dethrone the current champions, honestly. I do, too. But I don't have that confidence, sadly, um, because we're so early now. If they get a second shot, maybe. Uh, if they get a second shot, definitely. But that would be a long reign with seven up. And then Kevin Micah had a great five star, in my opinion. Glad Mahima got the win here. I definitely agree on both fronts. You know, Micah's had a killer year. I think this was her. You know, some people say the year prior was her breakout year. I do think this will go down as her more breakout year. She put a lot more together as a complete performer. But let's get to it. Big time match. I want to hear everyone's thoughts on this one. Kyrie versus Tommy Hayashida for the very first time. Uh, of course, the the stipulation here was if someone loses, they got to restart. Right? They got to restart. They got to. <coughs> excuse me. They got to wear their rookie gear. They have to get rid of the big, cool, awesome entrance. They got to do all that. And that's terrifying. And I thought there was a chance. I thought there was a chance they would do this, in fact. But they held off. They went with the 15-minute draw. But boy, oh boy, what these two did in 15 minutes was tremendous. Tremendous stuff. Shouldn't be shouldn't be all that shocking, right? That Kyrie, someone that uh, just a month ago wrestled Saya Kamatani in a great thirty minute draw, just to go to the next night and have a match of the year contender against Mayu Itani in the main event of Historic Crossover. She's found her groove now. She's found her groove now. But the scarier fact is that Utami Hayashida right now is. So much better, so much more improved than she was, and from when she, where she was at last Star and Dream Queendom. Of course, the last Star and Dream Queendom, where she dropped the World of Stardom Championship after a fantastic run with that. She is a she is more complete than she's ever been. She is a special special talent. She, in many ways. I think is on her way to being the best wrestler in the world today. Um, if she, I think the only way we get there is another title run, truthfully, because that's just kind of how you stake that claim. Unless you're Maya Utani, of course. Um, but man, she was so good in this match. And, this was one of those draws where I just wanted the match to keep going. I wanted another 30 minutes of this. And I know that's a lot. But I wanted this to keep going. Those 15 minutes flew by. And that's when you know it was a great match, right? Kyrie and Utami, they are two very special talents. They... And, and and the you know the English Twitter uh, the English Stardom account did say we need to run this back in 2023. They do, they do. Whether it's for the IWGP Women's Title, whether it's just another singles match, they need this match to not only be run back. They need a main event spot because they have 
all the makings to be that match of the year contender. They have they have something special here, and they only they only tested it. I thought this match was on track. Had another fifteen minutes to be better than the Saya Kamatani thirty minute draw. Um, that's how great it was in the fifteen minutes we had. But I I'm happy we had it. Right, I'm happy that they put this match on the show. And the 15 minutes effect, I think, actually did benefit them because now when you go back to it, it's going to be that much more anticipated. Uh, let's see. Um, hit it with a time limit draw. Yes, of course. Uh, six star, Tommy is the master of the draw. She really is. She really is. Uh, you know. That match with Shuri, of course, is the one we'll all think about and talk about. And she is, in a lot of ways, to me, the best. We're not the, maybe not the best big match wrestler in Stardom right now, but it's very close. It's very close. If, if she, she might have to be, I, I don't know how I could say otherwise because her past three big matches the one with Mayu Yutani in the IWGP tournament, the um, match with Shuri, the title match that was fantastic. I thought it was just under their first, uh, first match that, of course, you know. Woke everyone up to what stardom was, or woke more people up to what stardom was. Um, and then this match here. She has been killing it the second half of the year. Um, she's climbed up my wrestler of the year rankings after being nowhere near the top when the you know six months went by. It's very special. Uh, Tommy has improved a bunch since she faced Shuri at Dream Queen in last year. She really has in the little aspects. Just as an overall wrestler, and again, it's so unfair in a lot of ways. She was already great, but now she's becoming an all-timer, which, of course, Dylan says future GOAT. It's hard to deny. It's hard to deny. I don't know how long she goes, but as long as she goes, if you're in front of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, she's going to be in that conversation. It showed Tommy's rapid improvement. I was one of those who thought she got the red belt too early. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people definitely did feel she got that belt early, but she grew through that reign, right? She she made everyone show that she was ready for that. And we know why she got that belt at the time she did. You know, a lot happened in 2020, of course. But her rapid improvement does not stop. And I, I'm intrigued to see where we're what we're saying in a year from now. Right, because it, you know, two years ago it was like, ah, oh, she ready? She had that great match with Momo, but Momo's Momo. Um, and then last year she had one of the best red belt reigns, had that great match with Shuri to end it, and now here we are saying she's even better than that. So special, special stuff. Kevin, one of the matches of the night, even if it wasn't too long, it hopefully sets up a sequel. This was one of my dream matches when Kyrie left WWE. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, Kevin. And Utami versus Kairo is fantastic. Such a teaser for a big match next year. It, it really is. It really is. Um, I could see her being goddess or wonder next year. Maybe SWA, which is underrated title. SWA is just, I have no idea what we're doing with that. We might be giving that to Mina based off what her faction is. Um, we'll see. But I said, I, I tweeted a month ago or so, I said that Utami's finally ready to win the Wonder Stardom title. And, you know, some people were like, what? What do you mean she's finally ready? You need an, you need a trait to hold that title. And she has that trait. Now that's not the super duper storytelling trait, but that people that are listening, they understand what the Wonder Stardom title is and what, it's been set to be. It's the story-driven, um, emotional title. Um, you know, Tam Nakano took that to extreme, but you know what I'm saying. And I think she's there now to hold that. She was always won the uh, World of Stardom title, uh, World of Stardom champion material, but now she's also Wonder, and I can't wait for that run. Um, let's see. 
Yes, passion, of course. Thank you, Dylan. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there to passion. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost there to... Uh, I'm, I wasn't trying to say it. I was trying to say uh, story-driven and emotion. Uh, but yes, passion also fits. Let's get to the next match. Artist of Stardom Championship match. The best way to describe this match was a hardcore match or or a, a, a trios match that had hardcore elements, but the hardcore elements just benefited the match. This was one of the most fun matches on this card from all of these competitors. You know, I know Dylan's in the chat and he hates the way to tie, but they were great champions. Excellent champions. I, I think our run from Mahime Poi to these two, it was great back-to-back. And now we got prominence on top. Prominence now has gold around their waist after defeating the Soweto Tai Trio. Uh, Suzu Suzuki, I mean, what's there to say about Suzu Suzuki that I personally haven't been saying for months now, but you know, other people haven't been saying right because she is a special 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 talent um and risa sarah has been nothing but phenomenal since coming to star and she's a phenomenal wrestler as is and kurumi haragi is the perfect third for them as a trio i felt that more than ever in this match and this was just so much fun i had so much fun watching this match i thought everyone was able to highlight themselves, which is very important. I thought Saki Kashima, you know, she she took so much in this match, but we appreciate what she was willing to take. Uh, Starlight Kid and Suzu kind of taking the bulk of it in between. That was a great idea. I thought Momo was excellent. I thought everyone was excellent, and it was the you know the uh, uh, what's the name Thunder the Thunder Driver through the table that Suzu hit on Saki that that's where I, you know, kind of leaped out of my seat. I was like, Oh my God, we, you know, we've kicked it into that next gear. Right. And, you know, Suzu now having a title, it's, it's the first of many, it's the first of many in her stardom career. Um, I was so sad when they weren't in tag league, because I thought Risa and Suzu probably would have one of, if not the best, tag league runs. But we got this. We got this. We got them as champions. We got them in Triangle Derby. Say no more. I'm set. The trios matches that we are going to get between Prominence and hopefully the big three in Stars, the big three in QQ. Honestly, after that, I don't really care. The big three in God's Eye, you know, between with Suzu and Mariah to work off of that. There is so much excitement to this run. And I thought a way to tie's run with ending here was perfect, right? You don't want to go too, too long, especially with the artist belts, because they do switch on a dime and we've had two great reigns. I thought this was the perfect time to end it. I thought they had a great hardcore match. Um, hell of a way to change it up after that Kyrie and Utami uh, epic 15 minute draw. Uh, let's head to the comments. Uh, do I think the IWGP Women's Championship will depend on Forbidden Door events with AEW? The few dream matches there. I, I have, I have long given up on trying to trying to fully understand if Stardom and AEW will ever work together. I have no idea. I mean, it would make sense, obviously, if that title was defended on that show against one of the AEW talents, but we will wait and see on that one. Of course, if a certain Sasha Banks happens to be on both companies, then, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably happen. Um, Suzuki with a stardom belt, this is how we win. That's true. That's true. That's that's damn truth. Uh, prominence better for real. I I I can't even deny that. I love I love prominence. Uh, I, I I know you are openly a hater of Wade or Ty, but prominence winning it was the right spot. Uh, first tears came from Suzu winning the belt. That's that's incredibly fair. You know Suzu taking Suzu more than anyone last year, right betting on themselves and leaving 
ice ribbon and now seeing where she is now it's been an impressive uh impressive bet and it's working out it's uh it's it's working out uh colin wow you're not a prominence fan hmm. interesting i love prominence um but uh, you know i can you know if you don't like the hardcore kind of outsidery stuff then i get it but i thought this was the perfect change widescreen i felt like their run had gone its course i agree i agree i think this was the perfect limit the perfect end to it um six star suzuki needs a singles title white belt susan yeah that's another one like we have so many white belt potential people and i have to get behind mina winning i'm not i'm not trying to crap on mina she has the obvious story i know i know but not boy starlight kid mirai suzuki there's just such a long line here if mina wins it can't be too 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 long um james at this point we may as well have all ice ribbon trios title match hmm yeah yeah i mean if they face the ozaka uh rebel x enemy there's a chance there's definitely a chance um dream match sasha banks versus mercedes kb if forbidden door probably be great <laughs> it'd probably be great well a little impossible but it'd probably be great and uh my dream is Kyrie versus eo at mania for the iwh as likely as anything you know i don't i would prefer like a new japan or stardom show but seeing them wrestle one more time anytime in the future is something i would welcome so all right moving on here next up the goddess of stardom title match heartbreaker heartbreaker but man what a match what a freaking match for me the second best match of the night which is saying something when utami and Kyrie did what they did uh and that prominence oedo time match was that good and the high speed match was also great but this match man i know i you know i know people hating the nye i know it i know it but her and you seven up they're killing it they've been fantastic as a duo since coming into stardom and i can't deny that they're bringing violence they're bringing passion of course um but man this match was excellent it was the perfect way to attack this right you got melt here the ultimate baby faces natsupoi just she was out of her mind at this match. She is one of the very best in the world right now. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. She is one of the very best. Her game right now is at its very top. She's she is entering a 2023, you know, the Jordan year of the two of the 2000. Uh and this is going to be her year and Meltier losing it stunk because their reign had so much more to give but if you're going to lose losing your best defense yet right i thought i thought the violence between tam and the was fantastic the closing minutes between you and natsupoi were phenomenal but boy oh boy did i have Complete heartbreak. Complete heartbreak when Meltier lost. Because to me, they just you want you I wanted to cheer them on. I wanted to see them keep going. I wanted that Mahime match. I wanted them an Aphrodite in a main event on a pay-per-view. I wanted so much more for them as champions. But seven up's been awesome. 7-Up has been awesome. You is a champion in stardom. That's crazy. Who the hell would have thought that at the beginning of the year? 7-Up has been just, it. they've been tremendous. They have been tremendous. Uh, you know, you can you can feel your way about Nanai, but guess what? She is kicking butt alongside you. And you're the one pinning everyone. You're the one stacking up everyone. She's now stacked up Saya and Natsupoi. With the last ride power bomb that the Undertaker wishes he could have done, that good, um, just a phenomenal match, a phenomenal 
tag team title match right up there with FWC and Black Desire for me from earlier this year. You know, there's going to be some people that are telling you this is bad. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. This was violence. This was craziness. This was nanaism. This was everything I hoped for and more. The only thing I wish is that Meltier retained because I think that would have brought it to another level if they somehow survived. But, man, I'm excited. I mean, 7-Up in my Hime. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. Uh, Let's get to the comments here. We got a lot. Uh, (laughs) um, Meltier losing titles was the greatest thing that happened. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh man, I I I I oh man, I thought she was great. You know, I I thought they were great together, their music. But I'm so intrigued by where they go next, right? I I'm so intrigued by what's the next part of their story, especially with the Unagi stuff, especially with the Cosmic Angels. I can't wait to see where we go next. Uh, I'm so happy that Seven Up won the belts. You know. I had I had the I had the instant sadness and then I sat there and I thought about it. I was like man they're, they're kicking ass like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be upset with this right I'm not gonna be upset with this um, James oh god screaming the night yeah that's the one thing that you know we try to get by but that's passion that's passion right uh, six stars <laughs> he's a fraud um, you know I get it right I get it uh, <laughs> she she may have angered some people. Um, or he may have angered some people uh, it, with with the loss. I know uh, you were ready to pack him up and roll him out, um, but I think I think he made up for it with the last. At least the main event, right? Right. Uh, people need to grow the hell up and accept passion into their hearts. I remember I remember listening to you on Startup Quest, where I think you just did it like live. I think you accepted passion into your heart live, which was you know fantastic. Um, yeah, it. It was great. Uh, they'll be good champs. They haven't missed yet. That's the truth. That's the truth widescreen. They haven't missed. They haven't missed. Um, James, to be fair, I do love you. I, I think everyone should love you. Lou's been excellent. Right? Lou's been absolutely fantastic, especially this year. Um, you know, I thought last year when she came back from injury, she wasn't as good as she was. And then, boom, she's killed it all year long. Uh, just to disappointing. This means my Hime is probably taking, yeah. 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 But the rain will be good. That's true. That's true. Um, U3 belts. That's true. That that is it the Eve belt that she's holding that's gigantic? Or is that the um what's the other belt she has? I don't know what the other belt she has. Um is it pure J? Does she have the pure J belt? Maybe. Either way, it's gigantic. Uh, love not support, yes, of course. And then Dylan, you really does have an incredible late game in this. She really does. She really does. She knows how to put to and and it's not shocking, right? She's a fantastic tag team wrestler, but she's able to create drama and she just gets it, right? Right. And and the near falls that we had in this match, the back and forth we had in this match. It was it was terrific. It was terrific, and uh, yeah, I loved every second of it. Um, all right, let's get to the next match. Oh, we got. Oh, I missed a lot of these comments. We got six star Meltier is the greatest tag team of the year. Not supposed the absolute best. Nobody's on her level. Twenty twenty three is her year. That's point white belt in the near future. I really do want the that uh white belt run. She's gonna make Tam. A, Tam's run look like nothing. Um, hope they revisit Tam for Julia in the future. Oh, they absolutely will. They they absolutely will. Uh, they will not hold back on that one. Um, it feels more than a guarantee. I mean, when I interviewed Julia, she said that she does expect a big match between them again in the future. Um, I will come on the show and tell everyone how wrong six stars. No, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. We love Poi. We love Poi. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going back. How many times has I been goddess Tam? How many times Tam exactly? Oh, we're just they're just going back and forth. So yes, thank you. It was the Eve International. Uh, yeah, it was that. 
He was holding the Eve Purjay and Stardom belt. Thank you. All right. So I was I, I I was right. I just it took me a little bit to get there. But that belt is gigantic that she uh carries around. So there you go. Um anyways, let's move here to the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Saya Kamatani against Haruka Umasaki. Uh this is kind of where the show sunk a little bit for me, which isn't something I'm used to saying with Saya Kamatani. It usually somehow elevates even when it's at its best. But alas, that's the truth. Um, you know, for me, with when it comes to Umsaki, I, I'm not her biggest fan. There's obviously clear potential there, but this was a gigantic spot for her. And while I don't think she embarrassed herself, and while I think the match ended up being pretty good, there were some moments there where it fell off a little bit. For me, for me. Um, the early going was a little clunky, um, but they put it together here at the end. Uh, one second. I'm about to cough. And to me, right, with with Saya and what she's been doing, we're kind of on this downswing a little bit with her, her great defenses. Um we're we're going from greatness to you know good pretty good, like for me this defense probably is only above the Unagi one. I didn't I didn't love the Unagi match, which was Saya's first defense. Um, this is maybe in the Saki ballpark, which isn't bad. It's just it wasn't it didn't get to that ultimate level that you want these matches to get to. Uh, but it's fine. It's fine. You know, Saya winning with the Hurricane, uh, the uh, whatever, the Frankenstein or whatever the hell it's called. Um, that was a little shocking, but I guess, you know, if we don't have to break out the Phoenix Splash, we won't do it. Um, yeah, it, uh, this was one of those matches where I said, well, the champion really does need to retain. Um, and the next steps of Ami Saray and Mina Shirakawa definitely don't have me jumping for joy necessarily, but it is what it is. That's what this title is for. Um, as Dylan pointed out to me, of course, Ami and Saya Drew um, in the five-star Grand Prix, so it did feel like this was a possibility, but we just keep skipping over Suzu Suzuki, and I'm not going to ignore it. I know she has an artist belt now, but I'm not ignoring that. I want that match. I need it. Um, and it looks like we're not getting the Momo defense to either save her from tying it or save her from breaking the record with Ami and Mina ready up, ready to go. I do think that we're probably giving the belt to Mina. Um, but, you know, I have to go through an Ami match again with Saya, which, you know, their first one was pretty bad. Uh, it was the only bad match of the five-star Grand Prix Finals. But it's okay. It's okay, you know, we're allowed to not have absolute killer matches all the time. That is allowed. This was a good match. Umasaki figured it out on the run, and she'll be really good. But for now, like, I think someone like an Inaba or even, even Hanan would have been good in this spot. But it's fine. It's, if we were willing to give it to Musaki, is what I'm saying. I think they would have all fit. Uh, let's get to your comments. Where are we? Where are we going? Oh, so many, so many. Um, oh, she lost the pure J bell. How about that? How about that? I was out of it for this match. I had to take a nap. Hey, you know what? Good call. The main event was worth it. Musaki um, was definitely nervous at the beginning of the match, but halfway she pulled it together. I agree. Nice. I just I just wanted to point out this. This was this was good. Um, I don't know why, but I expected Carmen to come out for a reason. Then regular Musaki comes out. I have opinions on the white belt going into next year. Well, Dylan, I'll let you share them in a few minutes. Uh Sia Studio for the White Belt and Paper is real graps, that's the truth. Um Ami Versailles was a battle. Oh no. What what is this? All right, all right. This is just is just attacking. You're attacking. 
this is this is unacceptable. Like I don't like I'm not really a big Ami Saray fan, so I was gonna disagree with you whether you said Melty or someone else. Um I think Usaki team with SOK more, we'll get her more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Um the only you know the problem is, right, is that for the preview match they came out to SLK sleep. So it's like, oh, all right, right, you're kind of her laptop a little bit, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, let's let's move forward. Let's move forward. What do we have? Another car. Uh, Suzu Russell K being where? Yeah, I agree. You say it Well, I saw SLK and I was like, oh wait, she's out there for Musaki. I got really excited that she was challenging, but of course, Azumi challenged her earlier in the night. Um, so we're going with that first. I will not tolerate AWG. <laughs> uh, aren't aren't you? Hmm. Aren't you? Aren't you slandering actress girls at the same time? Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, I didn't say this earlier, but of course, on April 23rd, they're running the Yokohama Arena for All-Star Grand Queendom, a.k.a. the Sasha Banks Stardom Show. Um, Reportedly. Very excited. I'm very excited. That that's the big show this year. And they're not this is that's the new world climax. Presumably, uh the new All-Star Dream Cinderella. We're not going with the same name. Maybe All-Star uh Grand Queendom does hang moving forward. Maybe that's the new name. But uh yeah, I um to me, to me, I think that's going to be just one hell of a show. And you pack that up. That could be where you do Juliet Otami. Um, that could be where you do... What else? What else? What else? Maybe even... <sighs> Mayu and Sasha Banks, please? Though I have to retire, so I don't know. Um, no, I, that's my one dream match. I want it. Sai and someone and Kyrie versus someone. Maybe you actually do an IWGP title match on there. I don't know. You stack that up. You stack that one up. But speaking of stacking it up, let's get to it. It's time for the main event. Shuri versus Julia and what I defiantly, not defiantly, Jesus, definitively call my match of the year. I don't really care if it's, it's not recency bias. This I had this match circled. I had this match circled for months upon months upon months. I said, when these two go back at it and Julia finally wins the big one, that's going to be it because my emotions are going to be invested in that. Now, if my Rutani beat Kyrie, maybe we're having a different conversation, but she did it. So let's not talk about that. With this match, you got the violence. You got the storytelling, you got the emotion, you got the physicality, you got the greatness. You got the greatness that is these two, right? And to me, I think what they do so well is that they understand each other to the point of they can, they're willing to go an extra step or two to not only destroy each other, but to make the match that much better. From the suplex onto the chairs on the outside um, to just one of my favorite closing stretches of the year where, you know, Julia is paying Tribute to Hanukkah Mora once again here on Star and Dream Queen events. Does she love to do that? Um, you know, that's that's when I personally crumbled. Um, I crumbled in my chair. I was like, oh man, she's doing it. You know, she hits the, the drop kick, she hits the tiger lily for great near falls. Then she pays respect to both Hameka and Micah with their moves, and Shuri kicks out of that again. To go back in time when Shuri hit her big finish, I I leaped out of my chair when Julia kicked out. I was up and down, pacing back and forth. This is why pro wrestling is phenomenal, folks. This is why pro wrestling is the best. A match like this with Shuri and what she's done since that 
Utami match, it, it's been a historic type run. A historic type run. And what Julia has done since the moment she stepped in stardom, you know, she was someone that was not welcomed by fans. Uh, of course, she pissed off Ice Ribbon and their fans. Um, you know, she was kind of seen as an enemy as the outside. And, you know, through her feud with Hana, that really, I think, uh, you know, without that feud, I'm, I don't think it goes this perfectly for Julia with her feud with Hana, Wonderstorm title reign, her feud with Tam, losing to Tam and getting her head shaved, having to rebuild herself back up. Five-star Grand Prix last year. She's the heavy favorite. She has to be taken out due to injury. She comes back and has that unbelievably great tribute match to Hanukkah with Konami as Konami's walking out the door. And then TDM continues to fold and her and Shuri are at each other's necks and she falls to Shuri in her first challenge. She watches Nazi Poi turn her back on her. Everything was coming down. She has Suzu Suzuki at her neck trying to get revenge for her leaving her and, and banding her an ice ribbon and going through that five-star Grand Prix and having just a phenomenal run. So many great matches, you know, including the one with Starlight Kid, Mayu Iwatani, and of course on the final night, putting it all together, putting her complete story together by beating Suzu Suzuki, not beating, going to a draw with Suzu Suzuki. She didn't actually beat her, but you know, coming to blows finally one-on-one and then beating Tam Nakano in the main event, in the final. It was a storybook type of journey for Julia. But it all had to end here on this show at Stardom Dream Queendom. And that's exactly what it did. That's exactly what it did. Uh, this match for me was absolutely phenomenal. It'll be a match that goes down in the stardom history books for many reasons, but Julia is finally on top of the stardom world, putting together one of the best runs we've seen to a world title for me in wrestling, but she's finally there. The embrace after the match, the love that her and Shuri shared, special. That's all I could say after this match was special, right? It was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. I'm not going to go through every single move, but, you know, that Tiger Lily and, and the Northern Lights bomb to end it, the modified, uh, if it's named something else, I'm sorry. It, it, it was North, She absolutely destroyed Shuri with it, okay? It was fantastic, and I liked the little tweaks of, listen, these two are exhausted. Not everything's going to be perfect. We're trying to figure it out. That just made it that much more real to me. This was, for me, the start of match of the year, my match of the year. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous stuff. Now let's go through the, oh, the, the table pile driver spots, right? Um, let's see. Refrains versus Otago on April 23rd. Yeah, that'd be That'd be a good one. Um, if they've done, they should do Cyrus Miyuki. That. That is the dream right there. Uh, six star. Fury Julia is one of the best matches I've ever seen in the best match of the year. Everything was perfect for the coordination of Julia. She'll have a great reign. I shed real tears. I think, I think we really did. I, I, I think... I think I I was, you know, I was just sitting there with biggest smile on my face, almost clapping. It, it, it was perfect. It was perfect. I think Six Star really put it together there. Um, I, you know, you said what I tried to say for five minutes there better than I did. So thank you. I appreciate that. <coughs> uh, what, why are we getting, again, didn't it take place at the beginning of this year? It did. We're getting it January 8th because as of me said so. That's That's what she said. I don't, I don't know that she wanted it. That's why we're getting it. Um, she's two of the tables, pile driver spots. I thought 
with you know Shuri driving her through that. It just it just brought out or further brought out how much this title meant, right? Because this isn't something that Shuri is necessarily doing. But this title and really Shuri's whole entire match in this one, she showed so much so much care for this in that you felt her not wanting to let go of that title every time she kicked out. And yes, I know champions do that all the time, but there was just something added here where it was about survival, it was about survival, and I kick out of everything until she couldn't kick out no more. It was it was perfect. Yes, I hit my microphone. Um, the DDM finishers in Tiger Lily bomb spots for cinema. Rest in peace, Hana. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. Um... Even in defeat, Shuri looks strong with her call-out. Oh, yes. Yes. We, of course, call-out Shahiro Ashimoto, because why the hell not? Uh, it's going to be interesting to be how strong Julia looks moving forward. I kind of teared up when Julia paid tribute to Hana. This is one of those matches that people will be talking about for years. Yep. I'd be okay with Julia only having six-month reign. I know it's going a full year, though. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't... She has so many challengers that could beat her that I don't think... Or necessarily want it to just keep going year rain, year rain, year rain. I think it gets a little repetitive. But Julia's been so ready for this that it could go past that year as well. Uh, we'll wait and see. Gloria, no, Gloria, geez. Glorious Northern Lights Bomb is the official name. Yeah, I love that name. I love that name. I love that name. It was a good callback to the first match. It was. It was. Because, you know, they were hitting all those bombs, finishers at the end, and it all came together. Uh, but this show, Stardom Dream Queendom, another home run. Uh, perfect way to end the year. Perfect match to end the year, in my eyes.